0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Jill Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold.
1: Good morning. It is time for the Farm Show. And on this Thursday morning, it's a little bit chillier out there. You've got Jill Welke here working on the chores and getting stuff done here. Just having a little bit of an adventure on the roads this morning. Well, the roads weren't bad, but my my yard was rough. The ice is so thick. I even bought some salt and threw it out there very carefully, mind you, because you can't even walk across the yard without uh, slipping and sliding. And I am not that coordinated, so we don't want to, uh, you know, get those bumps and bruises. I'm not like those kids out there that always find those ice patches when I used to watch them at school and, Always on the ice patches and slip and slide and having a good time. We are not alone in the studio this morning. I've got a young lady from Kadat that sent me an email and wanting to do a little job shadowing. So I give her a lot of credit because she got up early this morning to come on down here. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm from Kadat. And like she said, I'm here doing job shadowing.
1: Why would you ever want to go into radio when we get up so nice and early?
2: Um, I always hear you guys on the radio, and it seemed like an interesting job, something that I would like to do because I like the entertainment industry.
1: Well, I am glad you're here, and I am very proud of you for getting up this morning. You can tell all your friends that you are on the radio, and you will be on the podcast, which I... Go ahead and download, and it'll be on WAX, on the WAX website. Go to Midwest Farm Report, and you slide on down, and you'll find the podcast for day, today, and you will hear Caitlin. She did tell me she wouldn't read the markets, and she wouldn't read my stories this morning, but I don't blame her one bit. It's a little overwhelming when you step in here for the first time. So... We'll have a little bit of enjoyment, and it's time to start getting these chores done. Let's take a quick look at our weather. We've got 19 degrees here in Eau Claire, a little bit, huh, well, a lot of bit cooler than yesterday, but in, we're kind of up and down. We're February. we got to slide things around. Our high today is going to be 23, and breezy tonight. We're going to slide on down to 2. Tomorrow, 28 But it said sunny, and you know that sun always makes my days better. Tomorrow night, 19. Saturday, we're going to come out of this cold snap and head on up to 39 degrees. Sunday, 37. Monday, sliding on down to 30. Tuesday, 29. And Wednesday, 22. With Tuesday, a slight chance of some precipitation. But we're going to be seeing some sun, and I guess that always makes my days feel better got a lot of stuff to get through here for the farm show and uh i guess i've been elected to oh we better do our tag and for your weather's brought to you by the chilson automotive group over 70 new jeeps available now and over 70 new rams available now at chilson.com and that's our weather on wax 104.5 got a busy day ahead. We've got to get through the farm show, and I've got to get stuff ready for tomorrow, and I guess we're going to be cleaning out the shed today, so I'll get some hands-on tractor driving. So we better get started. Get going with our chores.
3: Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: I got so busy introducing that I have a guest in the house, I didn't even tell you what we were going to talk about today. We're going to talk about United States agriculture exports. We're going to talk about you know, a little bit about the warmer temperatures and the effects that are fed cattle are brought in, and we're going to talk consumer prices of wheat-based products. And we also get to hear from Bob. Bob sent back audio from California, and he also had the chance to go visit with Marika Gouda. So those are our That'll be some of our audio for today, and plus our markets and all the normal stuff we do. But before we get to that, I'm going to see if I can't get the national news to news to work today, because yesterday was a little bit of a flop, but let's give it a rip. National news here on Wax
4: 104.5. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. One person is dead and three more are injured following a shooting at a mall yesterday in El Paso, Texas. Police say two suspects are in custody and that the mall will remain an active crime scene. It is unknown what the motive was. The mall is in the same shopping center as the Walmart where 23 people were killed in a shooting in 2019. The governor of Ohio is angry that the trains that derailed in his state weren't considered high-hazardous rail cars.
5: Uh, Frankly, uh, if this is true, and I'm told it's true,
4: uh, this is absurd. Republican Mike DeWine says he wants Congress to investigate this safety lapse. The Norfolk Southern Railway train derailed February 3rd in East Palestine near the Pennsylvania border. DeWine says he and the governor of Pennsylvania were in on the decision to burn off some of the chemicals instead of risking an explosion. Senators are demanding answers about the toxic train derailment in Ohio. Home state Senator J.D. Vance, along with Florida Republican Marco Rubio, sent a letter to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. They want answers on the Department of Transportation's oversight of the freight train system. Less than 30% of Americans say they're satisfied with immigration levels in the U.S. Ryan Shook reports. That's the lowest level in a decade, according to a new Gallup survey. Almost two-thirds of those dissatisfied say they want less immigration. That share has spiked since President Biden took office in 2021. Gallup adds that the rise in Americans' concern on the issue is likely tied to the record number of crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border the past two years. I'm Brian Shook. And FDA advisors are recommending that a popular overdose treatment be sold over-the-counter. An independent panel said on Wednesday that making the Narcan nasal spray available without a prescription would significantly expand access to the life-saving treatment. The FDA is expected to make a final decision on the recommendation by March the 29th. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. We
0: continue under sunny skies in California on our Wax Holiday Vacations farm tour. we gonna caught the Knutsons now from down the Holman area, Karen and Bill. And uh, Karen, you've been on other trips with us. How does this one stack up so far?
6: It's still interesting, especially San Francisco with all their tall buildings and house upon house upon house. But they have some beautiful sights, and the Bay Bridge at night was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful at night.
0: And uh, we've got out of the big city of San Francisco and, and seen some of the rolling hills and the land in California. It is a pretty state.
6: It, it is. There's a lot of pretty, I don't know if you call them hills or mountains or <laughs> foothills, what you call them, but there's a lot of beautiful areas, scenery, um, a lot of walnut groves, almond groves. Um, just real beautiful area.
0: We Diversified just, agriculture. Yes, yes. What did you think? Do you use a lot of olive oil because we did go to a world famous olive oil operation.
6: Right, I do use olive oil for cooking. I don't use it a lot otherwise. Which and this olive oil definitely had a different taste than what
0: I use at home. But you gonna maybe try some of this? I might, I all might. Right. We'll see I what happens. Thank you. And Bill is also with Bill Knutson. And, and Bill, around the. you and I were talking earlier on the old Land and Cattle Company Ran 7,600 acres. You raised some elk down the Holman area. Kind of nice to have uh, pasture to run them out like that, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, especially with all the free range and stuff. We wouldn't have to be feeding hay and grain and all that good stuff all the time. So, no, it'd be great. What have your thoughts been about, uh, well, we've seen agriculture, we've seen the wine, we've seen uh, a lot of neat stuff. Well, everything you see is just like back in Wisconsin,
3: we see cornfields and soybean fields. Here you just see different kinds of trees, different kinds of production of whatever. We don't know what it is, but it's a lot of it.
0: And there's a lot of ground out here. <laughs> yes, there is,
3: especially like in the rice paddies and stuff. I mean, you can see, you know, like these rows of trees are like, a, I don't know, a mile long or whatever. And I just can't imagine picking grapes, you know, for a mile
0: and turn around come right back and do the same thing. So, yeah. And we see a lot of bees here, yeah. too. Yes, yes, we do. Yep. We need them All right, At the Canutes, and Bill and Karen from Holman, Dave and Tammy Pellet are also with us. And uh, Tammy, again, you worked in conservation all your life. We've got uh, different kind of agriculture here. A lot of wide open fields for growing these fruits and vegetables.
6: There sure is, um, and it's nice to see that there is some cover crops and stuff planted. But they did have a lot of erosion. That the Yolo Land Ranch said they had between twenty and thirty inches of rain. That's that's a lot. <laughs>
0: But uh, again rolling hills covered in grass so it's it's a beautiful, good thing.
6: Beautiful. I I can see why my dad liked the west. Um it you can just see forever and
0: it's just just beautiful kind of nice to see sunshine and a little warmer.
6: We had perfect weather yesterday for the ranch to be outside. Um, going to be a little windy today, but it's still in the 50s, so we'll take it.
0: Well, we sure will. Thanks, Tammy. Dave Pellet also with us. And, Dave, every time I talk, you get a little different perspective than some people about things. What's your perspective on some of the things we've seen so far here in California? Well, um, it's a little bit different this time than it was um, on previous trips. Um, I was really focusing on the rural aspect this time. It would not have taken much convincing for me to stay at the Yolo Land and Cattle Company yesterday. Oh, it's a beautiful sight out there and um, if I was a better horseman, I think I would have Signed up for a job. <laughs> but I think uh, the Cowboy used a lot of Hondas and uh, other kind of vehicles like that, too, besides their horses. Yes, yeah. But, um, boy, it sure was beautiful country out there. And the steak dinner they served us was just, just unbelievable. I, Are you a wine drinker? N- not so much, but I enjoyed the wine train. Um, the meal on the wine train also is excellent. And it's interesting to learn all the microclimates they have in Napa there. Um that creates different wine. You know, basically every mile down the road, they create a different wine because of the microclimates, and that was really interesting. So we're learning something. We are, yeah. All right, we'll learn more. Dave and Tammy Pellet, Bill and Karen Knutson with us on our Wax Holiday Vacations Farm Tour in California. I'm Bob Boussold.
1: Well, Bob is still adventuring in California, and uh, he won't be back until next week from that. I know the people that are on the tour are coming back on the 18th, but he's going to spend a little extra time out there with his son who lives in California. Let's look at our temperatures around the area. As I mentioned before, Eau Claire's at 19, Medford 18, Rice Lake 15, Wausau 21, Green Bay 26 and cloudy, Marshfield 20 and clear, Lacrosse 23, Madison 29 and cloudy, and Milwaukee, the Balmy 32. And today, our temperatures just supposed to slide on up to 23 and breezy tonight, Temperatures are going to fall down to 2. So we're going to have to bundle up and make sure those waters still have their heaters in. Tomorrow, 28 and sunny. And tomorrow night, 19. And that's one more look at our weather. Sponsored by Chilson Motors. Where you need to get through some more chores. And then we'll be heading to the markets. Here on Wax 104.5.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Well, we're 12 minutes after 5 o'clock, and it's that market time of the day. And our markets are brought to us by
3: Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin Way of Life, Wax 104.5, and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And our markets are brought to us today by Rural Mutual Insurance, Cash Livestock. Choice-fed beef steers are 157 to 164, with mixed at 141 to 156. Choice-fed beef heifers are 157 to 164, with mixed at 142 to 156. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 126 to 135, with select and silage-fed steers 90 to 125. Cows are 76 to 106, bulls are up to 104. Butcher hogs are 40 to 75, with sows at 49.5 to 53. Boars are 25 to 26 and a half. There's no quote from the shorn market lambs. Unshorn market lambs are 140 to 155. Feeder lambs are 140 to 250. Hews are 70 to 95. Small goats are 70 to $2. Medium goats are 160 to 280. Large goats are 200 to 510. With nanny goats at 190 to 380. And looking at our mercantile exchange and our futures markets, the live cattle, February 162.55 162.55 up 40 cents. April 164.60 down 7 cents. June 160.20 down 2.5 two cents. And our feeder cattle markets futures. March 187.32 and a half up 67.5 cents. April 191.15 up 25 cents. And May 194.97 and a half, up 7.5 cents. And our lean hog carcasses for April 8650 down 75 cents. May 95.70 down 35 cents. And June 104.30 down 52 and a half cents. And sliding on over to our Chicago Board of Trade. There's been rain in Argentina and rain through the middle United States helping out with the drought conditions in Argentina, and that's caused our markets to slide on down. Our March corn. 675, down a penny. March oats, 355, down a penny and a half. March soybeans, 1522, down three cents. Soybean meal, $490 a ton, that's down a dollar. And our March wheat, 768, down a half. And our dairy markets, barrels, 153 and three quarters, down one and three quarters. 40 pound blocks, 188, down a penny. And our gray AA butter, Down three and three quarter cents, and our class three milk futures for February 1793. No change from yesterday. March down eight cents to 1766. April 1785 down nine cents. May down a dime to 1835. And June 1883 down 11 cents. And those markets are trending downward through the end of the year. I think we need to drink more milk and eat more cheese and create more of a demand. We better get through some more chores before we head to Thorpe and hear from Bob and Marika Gouda to talk about her cheese and the cheese championships and the competition.
3: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Just east of the world's longest barn
0: in Eau Claire, you come to Thorpe, and that's where Marika Gouda is located. Holland Family Cheese, the Penterman Farms, the makers of World Championship Gouda Cheese. Marika Penterman, of course, is the uh, guiding light behind Marika Gouda. Her marketing director is Alex Barnacle-Miller, and we had a chance to visit with both of them recently about a busy month of February With lots of things going on from Marika Gouda, we talked to Marika, first of all, about the championship cheese contest going on in Green Bay
7: this month. That is right, Bob. Uh, We just shipped off our cheeses to the U.S. Cheese Championship that will be held in Green Bay um, by the end of this month. So we're very excited about it because we kind of like winning and you never know what's coming up. We might win something here and there.
0: How many varieties of, of Gouda cheese will you ship to a contest like that? U.S. Cheese Championship, that's pretty, pretty prestigious competition.
7: Yes, and to increase our chances, I like to throw in a couple extra wheels there. Um, so we do like to, um, and I don't want to, like, discriminate against all my cheeses, so it's hard to pick, you know. So you, you, we do kind of like to send almost every flavor we have. Uh, we have about um, eight different age categories, plain uh, age categories, so we ship those. And we have some wonderful cheeses uh, flavors. One of our, uh, one that was actually my first award winner in 2007, just four months after we opened our stores was our fenugreek gouda, uh, which has been an um, overall favorite but has won many, many awards. So, But all our flavors, like the burning nettle or the chipotle or the uh, hatch pepper, smoked. Smoked actually ended up... Uh, being number five in the World Cheese Competition. So um, all our flavors are uh, award winners, and I just cannot withhold them for a new opportunity to win another award.
0: Well, we hope it happens because we'll find out on February 23rd who the winners are. How do you develop all these uh, varieties? Do you have a special tasting panel, or how do you do it?
7: Well, we uh, we are lucky. We have an awesome uh, group of people. We we like to uh, soundboard with our distributors, with our consumers. Um, so, our Thorp uh, Gouda for an example, got discovered or inspired by how we would like to say that by Thor. Uh, um, by uh, Miller, Phil Miller. Um, he came in one day and he said, Hey, Marika, we have a Colby cheese. Why do we not have a Thorpe cheese? So I uh, thought, Okay, I'm great. Another person that brings more ideas in my head. So, like, I don't have enough on my own. Uh, but I did, uh, made a beautiful wheel with um, wine. And I went on a Sunday evening. I took my wheel with two spotted cows and I went to Phil. And I said, Here you have your. Uh, Thorpe gouda. I I actually even cut out the cardinal bird out of the community guide, and I had a nice bright red uh, coating around it. And uh, so um, that week, what Phil did is he actually spread around. uh, I I probably brought him too much gouda, and he spread it around through Thorpe, so the weeks to come a lot of people came into the store asking for the Thorpe cheese, so uh, it won right away an award, so Phil had to go on stage to get it um, but uh, now we produce full batches, like 40 bottles of wine that we use it's a fun day of making Gouda, uh, let me tell you um, of Thorpe cheese so it's on our on our map, but we also have like a truffle that we inspired with a distributor, uh, cranberry um, and uh, horseradish that we do with silver spray Uh, last year with the Farm Tech Days um, that got inspired that way so uh, there are a lot of good cheeses that we have inspired with great people and great minds around so.
0: The legendary Phil Miller he had lots of ideas that's for sure we certainly miss him well something else that's coming up here in February is uh, I guess moving the store down the road and uh, Alex Barnacle Miller is with us marketing director here at Marika Gouda and You're coming to Eau Claire. What's going on, Alex? What's happening with Marika Gouda in Eau Claire?
2: All right. So um, at the end of February, we're opening up a store called House of Gouda. So this will combine, like, the traditional romance of a Dutch cheese shop with the experience of creating a charcuterie board. So you'll be able to come in... um, And you'll be able to follow through the steps of creating your charcuterie board. And in the center of the store will be a big cheese island where they'll be able to cut the cheese um, in place for you. They'll be able to sample it right directly to you. Um, It should be a really great experience for our consumer.
0: There'll be... uh cheese and a whole lot more in there too but the, obviously the good will be this focal point
2: yes yes um we will also have um, some dutch items wine meats crackers jams um, we'll also be able to offer like building the board for you as well if you want to pick out the items we'll be able to build it and wrap it so you can just take it directly to an event um, we are also at some point um, going to have Frozen yogurt. Um, we'll be able to have a frozen yog- yogurt machine there. Um, that will be really nice during the summertime for when people come in with kids and things like that.
0: Busy enough around here at the Thorpe location where the uh, the dairy is and where the cheese plant is. How would you come up with this idea of ex- expanding the brand, so to speak? Uh, is this something uh, you dreamed up or Marika came to you? Where would this come from?
2: Uh, this is 100% Marika. <laughs> um, I feel like this has always been a little piece of her dream um, to take kind of this traditional dutch experience and expand on it because she's obviously created a fantastic dutch cheese here a product but then also to give i guess the american market the dutch experience of a cheese shop is something fantastic so it's 100 percent marika
0: (laughs) i guess we have to ask the location where is this going to be so we can get to it at the end of february and beyond
2: So it's right up um, by the mall. I believe the address is Commonwealth. Um, It's in the old Pier 1 building. So Mm. it'll be right across from the mall in Eau Claire.
0: Right across from Applebee's. Yes. Yep. All right. So that's coming up again. February 28th it'll open, but uh, there'll be a special grand opening later on, won't there?
2: Um, Yes. I believe we are shooting for spring. probably April, May time. Um, But yes, we are going to do our opening February 28th. So expansion
0: of the Marika Gouda brand is close to Eau Claire, with a store, again, located uh, just across from the Oakwood Mall, the House of Gouda. Alex Barnaco-Miller, who is a marketing director with Marika's Gouda, Also, Marika Penterman, Marika herself with us to talk about the cheese championships and the opening of the new store. Those cheese championships, by the way, are the U.S. championship cheese competition in Green Bay, February 21st through the 22nd. 197 dairy product makers, over 2,200 entries. It's cheese, it's butter, it's yogurt, all be judged in Green Bay at Lambeau Field with the winners announced on February 23rd. Also, if you're over in that area, you can take part, because the preliminary rounds will be open to the public, and the finals will not be open to the public, but again, they will be announced on February 23rd, the U.S. Cheese Championships, of which Marika Gouda will have plenty of quality Gouda entries in the competition. At Marika's Gouda in Tharp, I'm Bob Bosold.
1: Thanks, Bob, for that update. Boy, we're looking forward to see how Marika does at the National Cheese Championship. Well, we're 28 minutes, almost 29 minutes after 5 o'clock here on Wax 104.5. And we're going to be hearing from Rocky and Premier Livestock in just a little bit.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And here we are at just short of five thirty, and I've got Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock on the line. A little bit icy over your way too.
8: It's a lot icy. Yeah, you really, really got to watch it. Wow.
1: Well, I mentioned that maybe we need to have small steps as being a new sport.
8: Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> Get you some of them uh, strap-on uh, things that go on your shoes. You need them walking
3: around.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. I actually parked the truck really close to the house so I didn't have to deal with it this morning. So Good idea. But anyway, what happened in the markets yesterday?
8: Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold 135 head of dairy cattle yesterday. Did not have a der- herd yesterday, but a very nice offering of top fresh cows and a really nice run of springing heifers. Uh, top fresh cows brought 1850 up to 2700. Uh, other cows from 1275 to 18 and a quarter. Top springing heifers had lots of really nice ones from 1700 all the way up to 2050. The more average type from 1250 to 1675 also had a really nice uh, we got a really nice run of dairy cattle for next week that list will be up and on our website uh, also don't forget next Tuesday is going to be our special feeder cattle auction also selling bred beef cows uh, call in those consignments we're expecting 800 to a thousand head of feeder cattle uh, like I said full list at uh, premier livestock and Auctions.com. quick market recap for the week uh, on the fed cattle markets are really good this week high choice and prime Holstein steers, 139 to 152. Choice beef steers and heifers, 140 to 158. Market cows, high yielding from 82 to 98. Uh, many cows from 68 to 81. Market bulls, high yielding from 95 to 113. Uh, organic market cows sold every Monday, mostly from 120 to 140. Newborn Holstein bull calves sold mostly from 100 to 215 per head. Your beef calves, 150 to 400. Auction reminder, large spring machine auction coming up March 24th. Lineup's looking very good. Lots of consignments being called in. Uh, Lots of stuff starting to show up here, and there's time to uh, get your items consigned yet. Uh, For those larger equipment items, we are off a special rate if you have it consigned by this coming Monday, February 20th. Uh, we got ads going out today. If you want to be in those paper ads, give us a call. Commit to it, and uh, get it in as soon as you can. Check it out at auctions.com. Like I said, questions give us a call anytime 715-229-2500 and that's how it's shaped up jill
1: and uh are you getting a lot of equipment into the lot already now it
8: is, it is i mean there's quite a bit i think uh on the list i think we got 30 tractors already so yeah it looks like it's going to be a big one we're smaller items we're asking probably wait a little bit and we never know what this weather's going to do but the big stuff the sooner you get it in the better it's going to sell
1: well that's some really good advice And um, you take care, and let's practice our penguin walk. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe. All right. And that was Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock. We need to get through a few more chores, and then we're going to be heading over to the weather.
3: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And it's weather time Mike Dandria from TV Thirteen. I know you're ready for me because you always tell me you are. Well, absolutely. When am I not ready? Yeah, well, you're more <laughs> ready than I ever am. So. <laughs> well, maybe
9: it's it's that extra cup of coffee. But, uh, anyways, Jill, I had a question. So I heard you talking about your educational background uh, earlier. What grade did you teach?
1: I actually was in the special ed department. Oh, cool. That's what my wife does. And I was. I started out. I subbed in the elementary for six years, and then I ended up in the high school, middle school, high school, for two years, and then I slid on back down to the elementary.
9: Gotcha. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Anna does. She's a special education teacher at Flint Elementary, but uh, I could talk about her a lot, but I think I should probably get into weather, because uh, today, I mean, it'll be rather quiet, but mind you, if you have any travel plans that warrant traveling towards southern Wisconsin or northern Illinois, well... You may be running into some heavier rates of snowfall. But again, for us, mostly cloudy. A few peaks of sunshine are possible and highs into the low to mid-20s. But high pressure will clear us out tonight, and that'll set us up for a very chilly start tomorrow morning, right around the zero-degree mark. Some places may even dip a degree or two below that. But sunshine returns for tomorrow. Highs get into the upper 20s, and we'll start to see those winds picking up out of the south, and that'll lead to some clouds rolling in tomorrow night with lows into the low 20s, still breezy out of the southwest but that sets us up for a mostly cloudy day on Saturday, but much warmer getting into the upper 30s for our highs. Sunday, pretty similar to that, upper 30s and mostly cloudy. But then Monday, we have a partly sunny sky on tap, possibly a chance at some snow showers, but most likely uh, later on into the evening, we'll see a few of those working through, and we may have a few on and off chances at some snow showers throughout next week as we cool it off with our highs into the upper 20s on Tuesday And low to mid 20s on Wednesday. But right now we have a few clouds in the sky and a temperature of 18 degrees, no Claire.
1: Well, you know, we are a little bit cooler than we were yesterday, but it still isn't that bad.
9: No, when you compare what we're at right now to our seasonal averages for our lows, we're about uh, 7 to 8 degrees warmer. And, well, we're expect to stay below average for our highs today. But, I mean, like I said, that's not going to last very long because we'll be back into the upper 20s tomorrow. Well, and I get
1: to clean shed today, because oh. everything got all thought out, so... Well, yeah, have fun with that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> we run a uh, skid steer. We're beyond the fork mode, Yeah,
9: so. well, that's fair.
1: And uh, I always told my kids they needed to start out with the fork before they could run the skid steer. Probably a smart idea. Yeah. <laughs> now I just let my son... My son runs it. He does so much better than I do. I just get to spread the stuff,
9: so... Yeah, well, that that sounds like a, a
1: good time. Well, it's a tractor that's warm with the radio. I call that a win. <laughs> yep. All right, well, you have a great day. You too, Joe. And that was Mike Dandrea from TV13 Weather. Morgan is in the house. We'll be hearing from her after a little bit more chores and we'll find out what's going on locally.
3: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And as I mentioned, Morgan is ready with
10: the news. And here she is. Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning, and here's what we're learning today. We start in the courts with a case from our area and an update, a trial set now for two people accused of killing and beheading an Altoona man last spring. A judge yesterday said Tracy Clark and Brandon Gaston will go to trial in March of next year. They're accused of killing and then chopping 79-year-old Dennis Shaddy's head off. The body was found in Illinois last April, both facing life sentences if convicted. The judge said he expects the trial to take about a month. Well, coming off the political stage, Governor Tony Evers laid out an ambitious wish list in his state, budget. Address. This was Wednesday night, and he also made a pitch to reach across the aisle for that bipartisanship.
4: These aren't Republican or Democrat priorities, they're Wisconsin priorities. Areas where we should be able to
11: find common ground.
10: We'll show you different sides so you can decide as Wisconsin's largest business group, for example, says Governor Evers wants to punish manufacturers with that new state budget. Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce criticized the governor's budget speech last night with uh, WMC's Kurt Bauer saying the governor is looking to raise costs for manufacturers in the state, something he says will make Wisconsin less competitive. Looking at companies, about 50 workers at the 3M plant in Menominee got a pink slip this week. With 715 Newsroom coverage, John DeMaster has details. The
9: company announced a wave of layoffs tied to a planned workforce reduction. There are about 700 people that work at the plant in Menominee. The city's mayor says 3M notified his office about the pending layoffs. It's not just workers in Menominee that are losing their jobs. 3M is planning to lay off 2,500 people company-wide. I'm John DeMaster.
10: Somebody gets bragging rights near Fond du Lac. Sturgeon season has one Wisconsin man near the top of a record list. This was Lake Winnebago. Uh, Jim Gishowski this week pulled a 177-pound sturgeon out of the lake. Yeah, it's big enough to put him in the seventh on the list of largest sturgeon ever caught in the Lake Winnebago system. The largest? Because now you're curious, right? The largest sturgeon ever caught in that system is a Whopper, tipping the scales at over 212 pounds. I was caught back in 2010. And hey, while we're on the water, just a reminder, you want to maybe get those ice fishing shacks off the lake. DNR Warden Ben Mott says that shifting weather conditions and the return of spring means, well, some of our lakes already seeing some uneven and even thin ice. From
4: Madison all the way up north, there's a lot of variation, but it's always better to be safe than sorry to, to get those permanent shacks off. Ahead of
10: time, A failure to get your shack off the ice before the March 15th deadline. You could reel in over $250 in fines and then whatever it takes to pull a shack out of the water if it falls in. And as long as we're on the water, let's surf the web, just not using Internet Explorer. On Tuesday, Microsoft announced the
4: company's decision to permanently disable the desktop version of Internet Explorer on all devices. Any device that hasn't already been redirected from Explorer to the updated browser Microsoft Edge will be affected. When users attempt to access Explorer, they will be redirected to the Edge browser. Internet Explorer was originally launched in 1995 as one of the first and most popular browsers in history. I'm Mark Mayfield.
10: And from browsing to the barn, we headed back with Joe Welke, her farmhand today, Caitlin in the studio, as they do the chores in your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5.
1: Thanks, Morgan, for that. And it's always good to find out a little bit more about what's going on. We're going to run a little bit of ag news because I have a, just a hair of time. Consumer prices for wheat-based products, those cereals, bakery goods, pasta, and bread, for example, were up more than 10% from 2021, according to Consumer Price In- Index data published by the U.S. Department of Labor, Bureau of Labor Dis- Statistics. UFTA. Specifically, flour and prepared flour mixes jumped up 19% when compared to 2021, the largest percent increase of all wheat-based products. Cereal and bakery products category was up 13% in 2022, three times as large as any year in the past decade Commodity prices for wheat were higher in 2021 and 2022, but price increases to consumers did not fully appear until 2022. And the reason for the lag is the tendency of processors to buy wheat well in advance. So those processors make a prediction of the material needed and contract suppliers for the product well before it is needed. Higher prices of non-weak ingredients, the eggs and butter, for example in addition to elevated labor and fuel expenses, have all contributed to the wheat food price inflation in 2022. And last year, United States Agriculture exported a record $196 billion worth of products to consumers all around the world. Our biggest buyer, and has been for the last three years, with record purchases, was China at over $38 billion dollars. That's 19.5% of total agriculture exports and all the trade without the Phase 1 trade agreement that expired at the end of 2021. Canada comes in second by purchasing 16% of our agriculture exports, Mexico third with 14%, and Japan a distant fourth with only 8%. And that's a little look at our ag news. We need to get through some more chores and then we'll be running over to the markets.
3: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And before we head to our markets, there are a few things happening. If you are part of the OSU Fairchild FFA alumni, they're having a bowling tournament on Friday night, February 17th, starting at 5.30 at the Augusta Beaver Bowl. And there's the largest conference for Midwest aquaculture. It's going to be happening Friday and Saturday, the February seventeenth and eighteenth in Eau Claire. That's at the Lismore Hotel in Eau Claire. Go ahead and reach out to uh, hmm, www.wisconsinaquaculture.com to find out some more information on that. And the Home and Garden Show that's going to be happening all weekend, starting tomorrow, starting February on the Friday, starting at one to eight p.m. Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. And that's at the at Menard, Chippewa Valley Expo Center, Menard Drive. There's a little bit of um, admission to get in there, but that's the Chippewa Valley Home Builders Association's Home and Garden Show. And if you're hungry for fish tomorrow night, there's the St. Olaf's Men's Club All-You-Can-Eat Fish Fry at the St. Olaf Parish. That is tomorrow night. And uh, in Eau Claire, serving from 4 to 7 p.m. And that's got a whole bunch of good fish and all the fixings that go with it. And we need to hear from, get our market started. We're going to first hear from Hot Eamon and Sparta Equity.
5: Fed cattle selling steady today with the Hyaline Choice piece and Heifers, 158 to 165. Topping at one sixty-seven the choice and select beef steers and heifers one forty-seven to one fifty-seven. The dairy cross steers one forty to one fifty-five. The Highland choice Holstein steers one thirty-eight to one forty-six. The choice and select Holstein steers one twenty-seven to one thirty-seven. With the unfinished steers, heifers and heavy steers one twenty-six and down. Cow market steady with the Highland cows bringing seventy-five to eighty-five cutters and utilities fifty-nine to seventy-four. With the low yielding and canter cows fifty-eight and down. Bulls steady. Bulls bringing eighty five to a dollar with a thin, full of bulls over a ton discounted at eighty four and down. Calves sold by the pound at the steady market with the quality Holstein bull calves bringing a $1 dollar to a dollar eighty. The quality Holstein heifer calves forty cents to one ten. The quality beef bulls two fifty to three eighty five. The quality beef heifers two dollars to three twenty five. The light and poor quality calves ten to sixty cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Thursday, February sixteenth, for our special dairy and feeder cattle sale. With dairy cattle starting at 12 noon, followed by feeders at 1230. This is Hut aimed at Equity Lives in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business.
3: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
2: It's 11 minutes before 6, 15 degrees outside, and it's Brittany from Barron.
6: For fed cattle, our choice beef steers and heifers sold 130 to 146.50. High-yielding choice Holstein steers were 130 to 138.50. Choice Holstein steers were 118 to 129. And unfinished steers and heifers were 117 and down. As for coal cows, the top 20% sold from 81 to 86.50. 60% sold from 68 to 80. And the bottom 20% sold 67 and down. For coal bulls, they sold from 90 to 101 with thin, full, and bulls over 1 ton discounted. Our next sheep and goat and small animal sale is this Saturday, February 18th. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to the farm to look at livestock, please contact us at 715-537-5618. This has been Brittany with your Equity Baron Market Report. Thank you and have a great day.
1: Well, I was a little slightly unprepared for that one because I was trying to prepare Caitlin to say the right name and get it going and then I didn't have the audio ready. But we have Jerry Fitzgerald on the line from Equity Stratford, ready to rock and roll with uh, news from Stratford. What's going on well, up there? Jill, yeah, good
11: morning to you and Caitlin. And so you're uh, uh, you're planning on taking tomorrow off? Caitlin's going
1: to take over for you, or I don't know. Caitlin, are you ready for that?
2: I don't think I'll be doing that tomorrow. I might have to attend school first. <laughs> uh.
11: Oh, well, I Jill's got enough pull she could get you out of school, I'm sure of that. <laughs>
1: Well, I can see what I can do. I'm not sure. Her eyes got really big when you mentioned that, so I'm not sure she's quite ready for it. So,
11: well, we, we better get to business here. And, uh, a ladies, thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford, and we'll start with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Lighter weight beef steers yesterday selling mostly from a dollar forty three to a dollar ninety. Heavier beef steers in uh, a range from one twenty three to one sixty eight. On the heifers, beef heifers, lighter weight beef heifers, one twenty to one seventy five. Heavier beef heifers mostly from one ten to one fifty nine. Holsteins, about all weights of the Holsteins on yesterday's sale were from eighty eight to a dollar twenty three. Now we'll get into the market auction. Yesterday, a cow market very strong this week. Uh, good demand on cows continues. High yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows yesterday's auction selling from eighty four up to a top of ninety nine. Most of the cows on yesterday's auction selling between sixty and eighty three, and the center light carcass cows below the sixty dollar money. On the fed cattle trade yesterday, choice grading Holstein steers are. Selling from $1.32 to $1.42. High yielding choice Holsteins from 143 to 147 Select under finished cattle, 127 and below. On the bull market, so far this week, better quality bulls from 87 to 103 Your lighter bulls, 84 and below. Calf market in the middle of the week are on the bull calves, mostly from 75 to 175 Effort Heifer calves from $20 to $40. On your beef calves, good demand on those beef calves, 175 to $350. And we're at Thursday already here this week here, so we get underway this morning at 11 o'clock with the market auction here today in Stratford. Uh, we will be selling market cows today along with the fed cattle, market bulls, baby calves, we'll get to those uh, about the noontime hour today. So anyway, that's what we have for the folks this morning, ladies, and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to recap uh, the weekly activity here at Equity Stratford. And uh, uh, just a reminder for you folks that are planning on attending the district meetings. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Altoona-Baron district meeting is a little bit earlier in Stratford. I know I was in Stratford. is going to be exactly one month from tomorrow. So you do have to register ahead of time. Uh, you can uh, click on Equity, Equity's website, and they have a number you can call or you can email in. They want to know how many people are coming for the lunch. So, And, uh, Jill, are you planning on uh, going over to the Altoona um, district meeting, or is Bob going to ter- cover that?
1: <laughs> I'm thinking I get that one. That's oh, well, okay. I, I truly enjoy going to them. Um What I, what happens is I do a lot of the scheduling, and then Bob says, well, I'll go there for you. So <laughs> I just kind of make things so they work for me, and we just work together and get everything covered.
11: Well, anyway, it's good to hear from Bob in California. It sounds like they've, their weather is sort of back to normal, but theres I'm just kind of curious of... Are they in some areas that experienced that big flooding and everything out there earlier this year because I know they had some areas that had a lot of rain
1: yeah they actually were there was fifteen inches of rain but what uh, I've listened to all of his audios because there's more some more coming up and they said they can't even tell all they can tell is that it's nice and green so they didn't have the slides or anything like that so they must a it must have come in the right amounts and the right way that uh, it soaked in
11: and mm-hmm. well, that, uh, made the grass well, any, green. Anyway, it uh, it didn't make the grass green around here the ring we got. All it did was make it icy, so folks, be careful.
1: Absolutely.
11: All right, Jill, we'll talk to you tomorrow, and you ladies have a nice day.
1: Yep, and that was Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford. And it is time for our markets again.
3: Keeping it Rural. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And our second set of markets are sponsored by Northside Elevator. Chicago Board of Trade: March corn six seventy five down a penny. March oats three fifty five down one and a half cents. March soybeans fifteen twenty two down three cents. And March wheat seven sixty eight down a fraction. Country elevator prices: wheat and grain. Chippewa Falls location six eighteen for corn and fourteen sixty two for soybeans. Connorsville six eighteen and fourteen fifty seven. Golden Plump and Arcadia six thirty eight for corn. Baldwin, 630 and 1454. Duran, 625 and 1448. Mondovi, 630 for corn and 1453 for soybeans. Elmwood, 630 and 1458. Fall Creek, 616 for corn and 1433 for beans. Osseo, 635 and 1458. Elk Mound, 626 and 1459. Sparta six twenty and fourteen forty eight. Ellsworth six hundred six and fourteen oh five for beans. Northside Elevator Loyal Location six twenty four for so <laughs> six twenty-four for corn and fourteen fifty six for beans. Arcadia six thirty seven and fourteen fifty eight. Ethanol plants Boyceville six thirty nine. Stanley six thirty. New Richmond six twenty two for corn. And our dairy markets, barrels one hundred fifty three and Three quarters down one and three quarters, forty pound blocks, one eighty-eight down a penny, gray double A butter, two forty-two, down three and three-quarters, class three milk, February 1793, unchanged from yesterday, March 1766, down eight cents, April 1785, down nine cents, and May 1835, down a dime. One last look at our weather. Here in Eau Claire, we're at 18 degrees. Today, we're going to slide only up to 23, and it's going to be breezy. It's going to be down to 2 degrees and 2 tonight. Tomorrow, 28 and sunny, and tomorrow night, 19. And that's our last look at our weather. And uh, we'll say, give you a sign-off. I always say, remember that's this is what i have for you for the farm show remember take care of yourself and take care of each other and caitlin what do you think about being on the radio
2: um i think it's a possibility (laughs) i think it's a lot more difficult than it sounds
1: well there's a lot more that goes into it than just talking on the radio Mm -hmm. so well i've enjoyed having you here and hopefully you learned a little bit more and
2: for sure did
1: all right and that's what we have for today we're going to sign off and make sure you do a lot of those penguin walks today. It's awfully icy out there.
3: You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi And the chosen family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.